Have you ever met one of those people who just can't be stopped? It's like they're unstoppable. Yeah, I have. Me too. What's their mystique? Nothing stops these people. Welcome to Mission Unstoppable with Coach Frankie Picasso. You're about to meet some of the most amazing people. They've accomplished their goals despite insurmountable odds. They beat adversity, physical hardship, and traumatic events and emerge triumphantly. They're people just like you and me, and they're winners. Are you unstoppable? Here's Frankie to show you how. Well, hello there, and welcome to another Mission Unstoppable. I am so pleased that you're here with me today. Uh, as always, we're going to go on another mission, and today our guide is a woman who has truly been unstoppable in her life. She happens to be one of my favorite guests. I do believe this is the fourth time I've interviewed her, albeit it has been a few years. Dr. PMH Atwater is with us today, and we are going to journey with her on a mission that will reveal the secrets of the universe, or at least ours. PMH Atwater is one of the original researchers in the field of near-death studies. Having begun her work in 1978, she completed 15 books on her findings, some of which have now been verified in clinical settings. Her book, The Big Book of Near-Death Experiences, was featured in the online version of Newsweek magazine, and it is a big book. Uh, Near-Death Experiences, the rest of the story, is her most complete and controversial book yet. She's won many awards, appeared on numerous TV shows and radio shows, and she's always inviting people to look past appearances for the truth that underlies what we think we know. Well, now after taking some odd 80 some odd trips around the sun, she's here with us today to speak about another book she wrote, one that has been stored away, waiting for the right time for it to be revealed. And I'm talking about the third book PMH wrote she was told to write during her third near-death experience. Its title, A Manual for Developing Humans. I think it's a good time to bring her on. Welcome, PMH. How are you? Hi. Hi. Great to be there. <laughs> I. This is a wonderful book. It truly oh, it's a Sagatuya book. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And it's so amazing that, you know, your your ability to adapt and change is incredible. I mean, a lot of people, you know, as they get up in years, they find it difficult. But you haven't stopped. You're, you're going. You're always going. Now, this book, you said... You were told to write this book after your third NDE, and then it was you were told to put it away because the time wasn't right to reveal itself. Well, I, I was told by reviewers to put it away. Oh, by reviewers to put it away. Okay. Right here, I usually send uh, most of my manuscripts out for peer review right? Uh, before I do anything with them. So I wrote this book back in 1980. Yeah. Sent it out for peer review. It's the first book I ever wrote. Sent it out for peer review. They all came back saying the same thing. And they said, the world is not ready yet for this. Put it in a box. So I did. A very big box. And there it sat for 39 years. Never touched that box. How And incredible. it wasn't until the death of a good friend of mine, Dr. Robert Van de Castle. He mm-hmm. wrote Our Dreaming Mind. <laughs> He's um, the world's uh, one of the world's best experts on dreams. He passed away, and so I went to his memorial, and I was seated out in my car. Yeah, in, uh, I was the first one there, so I'm seated out in my sure. in my car, and he manifests in the seat next to me, and he started laughing. He looked at me and he says, "I knew you'd come," oh, and then wow. he disappeared. <laughs> 
So I went inside the memorial and I'm seated in the, uh, you know, the third row on the right hand side. And I'm looking at the dais and it has um, this incredible photograph of Bob. And he came <laughs> during the, during the, you know, the, the memorial yeah. he comes out of his photograph, comes right to, you know, my face. And he says, it is time. Now, I knew exactly what he meant because Bob knew about the book in the box. Right. Yeah. So after it was over, I scooted home as fast as I could. For the first time in 39 years, I opened that box. Now, the, you know, the smell was terrible. I almost had to fumigate the place. Oh, my God. Uh, but after we got rid of this horrible smell of opening something that's been sealed for 39 years, I go rummaging through it. And I thought, well, you know, this this isn't half bad. <laughs> and and the thought form drawings are still there, all 28 of them. So I made my commitment to finish it. Okay. Well, when I did that, the voice like none other came back. That's the second time it's ever come to me after I died. The first time was Future Memory, right. which was the second book. It was the companion to, it's the companion to the manual. Um, every sentence, every paragraph, every page of that book is part of the math I use to create the labyrinth. Future memory is a labyrinth. It's not a book. You read through it like you walk through a site labyrinth. The purpose of the book is to bring your consciousness up to the next highest level possible for you. Right. So the book is literally a brain changer. So the, the voice like none other showed me how to do that. And then it came back this second time now. And um, showed me how to do the manual because it also has a very unique format. You've read the book, you know. Yeah. It's not like any normal manual, you know. Uh, you know, uh, uh, eight eight rules for success, or no. or here are ten rules for being a better person. Forget that stuff. It's a fifth dimensional format. That is to say, it is uh, covers six sections of being human what human is what the world is what life is and then it each is divided into three parts yeah to examine the conscious subconscious and superconscious aspects or the intellect intuition and knowing so, so it's not a linear read no rather it's it's curving and 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 um it's sort of like it gives you the full picture. Um, it gives you the fullness of the subject as you're going through. That's what the fifth dimension is. All is revealed intention rules. So that's what the book is, or I should say the manual, is to give us um, that full idea of what we're talking about. It's absolutely incredible. And, and I... I did read the whole book and I just, you know, I mean, the, the stuff you talk about absolutely blows my mind. It really does. And I'm sure it does other people too. And I know that, you know, people who aren't used to hearing about fifth dimensions and astral travel or people coming out of photographs, you know, or manifesting beside you when you're at their memorial service. <laughs> <laughs> 
they're they're going okay what is this all about but i have to say your credentials speak for themselves and you know you your dad was a sheriff wasn't he a sheriff no he was a police officer a police officer and that's right and and so your method was to to research as as um, a detective would not necessarily as a scientist would you know i'm a cop's kid you're a cop's kid station yeah so investigative techniques is my protocol there you go and and so everything that you know um pmh talks about you know is, is real and true and and has happened now i'm going to talk just for a moment about the um the big book of near-death experiences because i i just want to preface that in that book you you researched or in um interviewed over four thousand people who had had near-death experiences children adults is that correct do I have yeah, yeah I, I, it's been a while since I talked about that book. But, you know, so there's lots of, of um, history well, in that book not, and, and it's experiences. Just, it's just not me. No, it's not just you. There's yeah, 4,000 other people. The entire field worldwide. Exactly. So it's not just my work. It's everybody's work in the field and what we're finding. And it's the only encyclopedia ever written on near-death experiences. And I guarantee it's not boring. Every page is a page-turner. There are graphs. There's pictures. There's drawings. Oh, it's not boring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have it sitting in my bookshelf right here. It's not boring. Um, no, I don't like I, boring stuff. No. <laughs> One of the things I wanted to right off the bat, and I'm so glad that you wrote this, because, you know, there's a lot of controversy around it. And, and I had this thought, not even like a week ago, not the whole thought, but ab- about our human beings being here, not, not as spiritual beings, not as, as, you know, having this earthly experience. But really, and we're not trying to recreate heaven on earth, because why would we? We could just go to heaven yeah. if that's where you wanted to be, right? So I really like that you confirm that. <laughs> Well, because, my dear, the book the book is based on um, the ancient idea and knowing that H U Q is the sound and tone of God. They knew that human meant God, man, God, woman. So, if you're fully human, if you are all that you can be, which includes the spiritual, it includes everything else. In other words, you know, if you are all that you can be, if you're fully human, mm-hmm. guess what? You're a God in the making, and that's literal. Right. So, we're all gods in the making yeah. at, different, at different planes of the field. Sure. <laughs> some of us are in kindergarten, and some of us are in college. There you go. And... You know, there's so much to talk about in this book. Oh my God, we got we're going to a commercial break in I think a little less than a minute and a half. So we'll, we'll stick we'll stay here for a moment. Um, but you talk about everything from from aliens to sexuality. From oh yeah, uh, you, you know, you give dates of how of to when, eat, how to I eat, pressure facelifts. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Why just exercise your body? You you need to exercise your face also, right. and that helps you be younger. Hey, look at me! I know you look fantastic. You look fantastic. <laughs> you really do. And you know, it was very interesting. I, and I, I wanted to come back and we'll talk about it uh, after because you do talk about not just what to eat, but you talk about groups of people that limit protein and your. In, in your ability to move freely 
as a clue to to run away from kind of like, like a cult they would be cultish and try to uh oh that's how you that's how dictators manipulate their population yes yes if they withhold uh protein from the diet mm-hmm. your brain doesn't function as well and they can take over Okay, well, we're going to go to commercial break. I want everyone to think about that for a moment. Your brain doesn't function without protein, and this is a manipulative technique to yes. keep you keep you sub doing it right subversive. now in various countries in Africa. You betcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're coming right back. Don't go anywhere because PMH has lots more to talk about. Mission Unstoppable with Coach Frankie Picasso will continue right after these messages. Stop. Does music give us chills? Goosebumps, or the medical term peripalation, occurs while listening to music. That's because music stimulates a reward pathway in the brain, encouraging dopamine to flood the striatum, a part of the forebrain activated by addiction, reward, and motivation. Melomaniacs or passionate music lovers can get the chills from songs they are familiar with as they anticipate that long-awaited chord at the climax of the piece. Music, it seems, affects our brains the same way that chocolate gambling and potato chips do. I think I may need to stick to chocolate and potato chips because I tried piano lessons and I felt like a goose noodle. What's a word for a person who dislikes practicing the piano? A mesodactylist. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond. The National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute defines high cholesterol as a condition in which you have too much cholesterol in your blood. By itself, the condition usually has no signs or symptoms. People who have high blood cholesterol have a greater chance of getting coronary artery disease. According to the American Heart Association, more than 120 million Americans over the age of 20 have cholesterol counts that are above a healthy level. Harvard Medical School says that the good news is that cholesterol levels can be controlled. And just by lowering your total cholesterol 10%, you can decrease your heart attack risk by 20 to 30%. Making changes in your eating is important, but including daily exercise is a must. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Visit our Facebook fan page at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. Okay, we're back. We are here with PMH Atwater. She is the author of A Manual for Developing Humans and about 15 other books. But we're here to talk about this book. So it's A Manual for Developing Humans. Now, is this developing humans or humans who are developing? Both. (laughs) Both. You know, I didn't name it. Yeah. Voice like none other did. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, that might beg the question, who is the voice like none other? Should we go there or should I carry on? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna carry on for one moment. I'm gonna carry I'm gonna carry on for one moment and say what is it to be human? What makes us human? What is a human being? And why would we need a manual? What's it what is it to be human? It is to breathe, it is to walk, it is to talk, it is to feel, it is to think. Mm-hmm. Um, do we ever st- stop long enough? To realize that we 
are a soul wearing a body. This body um, enables us to be human, to live in an earth world where we can learn and grow and test ourselves. This is an incredible gift. It is an incredible uh, opportunity mm-hmm. we have to uh, learn more about not only what we are as children of God, if mm-hmm. you will, or certainly as a God in the making, which is quite literal, mm-hmm. but to figure out what that is. What, what is. what is a tree? What is soil? What is touching? If you get into the humanness of that, the allness of that, then you realize there's a lot more to that than I thought. Trees can talk. You can talk to trees. Trees can talk to you. Mm -hmm. Hey, the soil is a living, breathing organism. It's fantastic. What you begin to see uh, and what you begin to realize and how you begin, begin to wake up to the fact that this, this manual especially is an invitation for you to think for yourself and take control of your life. You know, the greatest injunctions were ever given as human beings on the earth place is know thyself, mm. love thyself. It begins with self. Right. How do you get there? By knowing or at least having an idea <laughs> of what you are to begin with. Right. Right. Many people don't even know. You know, they don't know what they value. They don't know. You're really. not taught. No. No, You're not taught at all how to think, how to talk. You're not taught any of that. Um, in in my near death work, and as you know, that's nearly five thousand people now. Lots and lots of people. Right. Um, and and I want to say right now before I forget it on my website www.pmhatwater.com. Get on there on on the home page is a special section now called NDE After Effects. You want to get in there to learn what they are and how to deal with them because they're physical as well as psychological. And anyone who goes through a spiritual transformation or Kundalini breakthrough or shamanic vision quest or any kind of intense um, awakening experience in life uh, you need to um, at, le- at least have an idea of what these after effects are. I call it first aid. Mm-hmm. Get the NDE after effects. That's first aid. The next step is to get the manual, a manual for developing hu- humans. Because then we have an opportunity to see ourselves and be ourselves. So if you're looking at near-death experiencers, the first thing I tell them, I tell them all. Mm-hmm. is to relearn how to think and how to talk. These are the first things that are covered in the manual, how to think and mm-hmm. how to talk. Because we don't know. We think we do, but we don't. Um, so, Especially in thinking. Right. And that is right. so important. That's important for everybody. It Not is. Just- and it's, I think it's important to question your thoughts. Yeah, 
<laughs> you know, you know, you so, know so much of the, our thoughts aren't our own. And I think, you know, they well, the manual teaches, uh, shows you right. how to teach children how to handle money. You right. need to know how to handle money. Mm-hmm. You need to know all of these kinds of things. It's simple. It's not co- complicated. Um, I try to tell everybody, don't just read it, use it. Right. Manual. Just read yeah. it, use it. You, you talk, though, about us um, changing as human beings. We're changing. Oh, we are. Yeah. I mean, we're, the, we're in a whole different world. We are. Yeah, and it's become more so. And, and I truly feel this is the importance of the manual. It's what Bob Vandy Castle said when he said it is time. It really is because as we move forward mm-hmm. and we get closer to the years 2020 through 2024. And especially th- 2022, if you're into astrology at all, those are the years when our nation undergo- undergoes what is called a Pluto return. Now, now human beings don't have that. Um, so, so, you know, we have no way to connect with that. But countries do mm-hmm. because that happens about once every 244, 245 years. So human beings don't live that long. Right. Can- we can. And we do. And we have our Pluto return specifically in 2022. And it's going to be, it's so great and so powerful. That's why I I tell everybody those four years. And and it's a time of extremism. Extreme good, extreme not so good. But extremism. And I think, you know, giving people people advice on, you know, what do you do with your stocks and bonds? How do you live? uh, How do you, you know, food and all this kind of stuff. Um. That to me is just like it. it, it, it it's like a game show. Uh, uh, you're not able to give anybody really anything usable. Right. What will help us the most through tra- trying times, whether it's now, whether it's coming in the future, is knowing ourselves, knowing what we're capable of, of doing, mm-hmm. knowing who we are, how to use our brain how to use our mind, uh, what the different aspects of the earth world are, how to have a relationship, what touching is all about, children, sex, governments. Um, economics. Yeah, economics, you, you, you bring yes. it all in. Yeah, you bring it all in. Yeah. You do, we, yeah. And, and we, we need the basics of that. You don't have to have all the details goodness that would drown you but to have the basics and the basics are what's in the manual so the change that i mean i've always said that you know change happens best in chaos and so chaotic times are coming (laughs) (laughs) no argument (laughs) yeah chaotic times are a coming and and you know you talk about being prepared that's been you know people have been talking about that for a while you know preparing for even just basic first aid, what would you do? Do you know how to do that? Do you know how to light a fire? Do you know how to look after yourself? Do you know any of these things? Yeah, because it, we're so dependent now upon technology. And, and, and even that, you said, it could be become a, a real problem. Basics. Absolutely. Go to, the, go to your nearest Red Cross chapter and learn the 
basics of how to handle a wound. Right. You know, what do you do if you can't get to a doctor? What do you do? And you talk about, you talk about, um, man, you talk about so much stuff. But one thing that really interested me was lithium. You talked about our need for lithium. Oh, oh yes. Everybody and everything has to have lithium. We're not just talking human beings here. We're talking animals. We're talking plant life. We're talking soil. Mm -hmm. Everything has to have lithium. Lithium is what holds the, uh, the earth world together. It's that 13th cell salt. And its job is to balance um, energy in matter. That's why everything needs it. Its mm-hmm. job is to balance uh, energy in matter. Now, I'm not talking pharmaceutical lithium, lithium here. I'm talking natural lithium. Mm-hmm. Now, natural lithium is easy to come by. You don't go to some kind of vitamin shop and buy it. <laughs> Forget that stuff. Um, in, in, the, in the food king, kingdom, the richest source of a substance like lithium is lemons and limes mm-hmm. so if you have a little, little slice of lemon in your water a little slice of lime in your water you're liter- literally having a lithium cocktail but nice. you want to make sure that you're drinking it right down because we remember it's very acidic right so you don't want to have more than maybe one two three glasses a day you want to drink it right down especially when you're using a computer if you want to have it about two feet away, a glass full of a, you know, a little bit of lime, a little bit of lemon, uh, but certainly water. Um, you want to have lots and lots of water when you're at a computer. Sure. Um, but, but, you know. Um, lime and magenta, and, you yeah. said, was important. Yeah, well, lime are, are natural salt substitutes. Right. So you can use them for cooking. Yep. Uh, and then in the mineral kingdom, lapidolite. Uh, is a rich source, so is kunzite, so is r- rosy tourmaline. Make sure it's rosy. Can't be the other other colors. And lapidolite is often called the lithium stone. It does okay. not have to be um, expensive. It can be just hunks and crumbs and a little bit of this stuff. Right. Um, you know, t- to me, it's it it everywhere. I have it all around me in my on my in my office. I've had hunks of lapidolite all over the place. A little bit of, of excuse me, I, I seem to have. Uh, okay, we're going to go to a commercial break. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I'm, I'm very sorry. I thought I had them all fixed. Apparently, a robocall is coming in. So I've just gotten rid of it. Thank oh, you very okay. much. No worries. Uh, Thank you. But we can have that all over. Also, what helps us so much with our computer, and I'm sure it's in the manual, is have amber between if you if you have a desktop right. between the keys and and the monitor. I'm going to come back to that. We're going to go to commercial PMH, but uh, when we come back, we'll talk about that. But I did not see amber in the manual. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I could be wrong. Continue right after these messages. Stop. 
few years ago, some fishermen off the coast of Italy discovered some pottery along with fish in their nets. Divers were called out and discovered an ancient Roman ship whose galley, or caboose, a nautical term for kitchen, was extremely intact. Some of the food uncovered on board was pickled fish, wine, oil, and grain used to make the ship's biscuits, otherwise known as dandy funks. It is thought the 2,000-year-old boat was probably on its way to Spain when it sunk and was covered by layers of mud, baggy wrinkles and all. Baggy wrinkles are another name for the ship's ropes. The mud protected the ship from wear, explaining why the leftover food on board was still in such good condition. We land lovers may not be familiar with leftovers on the sea, but we are familiar with leftovers in our kitchen. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's words you never heard. One of my favorite books is called Forgotten English by author Jeffrey Kaser, who looks at the origins and histories of the language. For example, take the term Fritterbohn. That's an old English expression, probably borrowed from German, that means fleeting weeks and refers to what we call a honeymoon. A fribbler is a guy who doesn't ever make it to the honeymoon. The word fribbler comes from the 18th century and refers to a man who is in love with a woman but just won't commit to marriage. Chaucer coined the term pigasnia, which comes from the phrase pig's eye to mean sweetheart. Hey guys, why don't you try that one and your girlfriend and see how it goes. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. And we're back. My guest today is PMH Atwater, and I am your host, Frankie Picasso, and the show you're listening to is Mission Unstoppable. Before we went to break, we were talking about lithium, the 13th mineral, and I want to come back to the number 13 because he said 13 is an important number and in everything, and it is a number of change, I believe, good or bad. Is that, do I have that correct? Oh, yeah. Um, if, if, you, if, you, if you're studying energy, if you're studying how things tend to work on the earth plane, if you're studying how energy flows, then you're getting into levels and dimensions of energy. You're also getting into um, the basic process. When we're talking about life, human beings, the living of life, we're talking about what is called horizontal subjects, subjects that are closer to the earth plane, whether it's life or death, birth, you know, all that, all the, all of that, which, um, which connects with the living of life and what life is for and that kind of thing. But if you want to get into the high spiritual, if you want to get above and beyond the horizontal folds of the earth plane, Mm-hmm. Then you go direct. Uh, you go straight up. That's the energy of the thirteen. You can also go straight down, okay. which of course are are the hellish worlds. Right. But you can go straight up, and you could go past the earth world, past the universe, past you know, can go as far as you want to go. 
Um, and the 13 then helps you to understand this incredible energy. Uh, the tree of life is based on the 13. The idea of that pillar that stands between what many call heaven and hell. Mm-hmm. Um, that even can go past that. And, and um, lithium, it, you, can, you can use as the guardian of that pillar, that central pillar, because it's the 13th cell salt. It's, it's what enables you to be balanced when you're dealing with that kind of straight up, straight down energy. Gotcha. Um, so it, it's extremely important. I talk a lot about it, certainly in the manual, even more in future memory. Mm-hmm. So we get very much into uh, what the 13 covers and the, the, the 12, first of all, mm-hmm. the numbers went through 12 and then the power of the 13th pillar. I want to talk about the power of four now, because you say that four can, can represent a tipping point. Four people, you said in the book, can can change or start that change. I mean, you think about the hundredth monkey and everything's a knowing, but four people, you said the power of four could be a tipping point for, well, for a like for positivity, putting out new thought or well certainly that 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 changes the energy that's there. But what you're really talking about is the science Oh, and I'm, I'm not coming up with the, the science okay. of, of circles or, or the science of energy and how energy works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they deal with, 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 with the four in the sense of um, uh, the fourth percentage. Okay. So if you're talking about cars on a road, mm-hmm. take out one fourth of them. And everything flows freely and clearly. If you're talking about people walking out of a stadium mm-hmm. and maybe they tend to be um, uh, walking around or unruly or whatever, take out one fourth of them okay. and everything settles down. Okay. Everything okay. settles down. It's incredible what if, if you're on to cycles. Mm-hmm. And that's what I talk a lot about in the manual. Yeah. Then you catch on to how the sciences work because it's all based on science. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with psychism or metaphysics or any of that. It's, it is, it's literally how the world works. And, that, and the manual is full of so much of that. You know, it's, it's like... How many people realize that that the six months before your birthday is the weakest you'll ever be that year? The six, the six weeks, the six weeks after your birthday are the strongest you'll be that year. The six months after your birthday, you will have unusual challenges and things that you have to take care of. And this is all based on being a, a human being in the earth world. It has nothing to do with anybody's channeling. Um, uh, the idea also that everything in your room, in every, in every room of your house, anything on eye level 
in every room in your house is literally what you're praying for. Literally, literally. So I say to people, um, you, you know, take it, go home, take another look at, at what's at eye level in your home, in every room. Mm-hmm. That's what you're filling yourself with. That's your prayer. Wow. That's heavy. I mean, yeah, that's what the manual is full of, is what works, what's real, and, uh, you know, how to use it, how to take care of it, how to be that. You know, we we talked about um, your book, you know, the near-death experience, the big book of near-death and and the other book. And I know that there are people listening right now who – want to understand if we're a human being and we're here for, you know, 70 years or 60 years or 10 years, um, you know, to die and, and to move on, do we move on? Do we, do we have to come back? Do we even come back? Is there, is there uh, reincarnation? Why, why are we really here? What's our purpose? Do we all have a different purpose? People, these are the questions that everybody, you know, is so excited to know about. And I know in, in, in the near-death experience, you talk about heaven and hell being, and especially hell being a place um, that you're expecting, that you expect to go, or your version of it. I don't know if it's a place where you're expected to go, but rather... Uh, with all these thousands of people that, uh, that I've spent time with, that I've interviewed, or that I've contacted. And all of the other people I know about, the other tens of thousands. Right. You know, I've been in this field for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I've noticed when this issue of heaven and hell there seems to be a construct on the other side. That is to say, lots of different levels right. or planes or dimensions that we go to. Um, and and those that seem to be more helpful and more positive and, and, and more life-affirming, um, we call heaven. Mm-hmm. Those that seem to be more challenging or... Or, or, or grief-laden or, or, or terrible is what we call hell. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing I've noticed uh, about people who have been there and done that and come back and can tell us is, is that this, I call it a construct. It literally is a construct. And it seems to be propelled by choice. Our choice. Our choice. It's not God telling us we got to go to heaven or we got to go to hell. There's right. no God punishing you. There's no God telling you what to do or how to do it. But rather, it's your choice or your your understanding or your willingness or unwillingness that seems to determine wh- uh, what level. And how far up you get either direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no top. In other words, you're not gonna, you're not going to be sitting on a cloud forever playing a harp. Right. And, and there's no bottom. In other words, you're not going to be in some kind of horrible prison, tortured for eons of time. No top, no bottom. Rather, the whole thing reminds me of kind of like a washing machine, if you will. Okay. Or, or some kind of 
of energy um, uh, dynamic mm-hmm. that enables us to learn more and do more and be more based on what we learn. Right. So, you know, I know you didn't want to talk about too much, but let's let's bring an alien now because in, <laughs> in I mean, you said that human beings are aliens. We were aliens coming here. You know, we're alien. What and- what I, what I shared is what I can share. Right. In the way of ah, oh, what we can know of our beginnings. Okay. And I take it back to the Eocene period when the earth plane was developing the deciduous trees. Mm -hmm. We didn't have leafy trees until the Eocene period. Mm -hmm. And that's where I can touch into beginnings. Beginnings in the sense of immigrants or migrants Mm-hmm. coming from other worlds to this world and having all kinds of problems here mm-hmm. because it wasn't all that easy for them to come here and live as they had once lived. So I simply touch into that to show that we've been around for a long time. We, in the sense of some type of what we could call human life, or uh, life as a, a head, two arms, two legs, that kind right. of life. Right. Um, but I also, um, I didn't put it in the manual because, you know, I, I didn't know about it then. But I've since seen the movie Arrival. Right. And I would recommend the movie Arrival to anyone and everyone who wants a better understanding of what that link could be and might be between others and ourselves. Gotcha. We are going to go to a commercial break. Can you believe it? It's going so fast. (laughs) It's so interesting. It's just amazing. Uh, (laughs) But I'm going to let you, we'll we'll come back and we'll talk about that a little bit if you want. And then we're going to talk about the voice like none other and PMH has so much to talk about in so little time. It's unbelievable. But we are going to go to a break and we are going to come right back. Please don't go too far because you're going to want to come back and hear what she has to say. That's right. Don't stop listening. Mission Unstoppable with Coach Frankie Picasso will continue right after these messages. Stop. heard about Mel and Joy Schwanke, a Nebraska couple that have worn matching outfits for the last 35 years? Apparently, they have over 140 matching outfits, all custom-made, which typically match her dress with his tie. The couple is a match made in heaven. Neither one of them can remember the exact date they started this quirky tradition, but they both contend it's one of the elements that have held their marriage together an impressive 65 years. What do you call a marriage between well-matched people? No Macamosis. Mr. and Mrs. Schwanky say that Velcro connects them because they do everything together. If you like doting on your wife with excessive fondness, you would be uxorious. And a woman who is excessively devoted to her husband is Maritorious. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. 
It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Harvard Medical School encourages us to improve our diet by eliminating processed foods to lower the risk of heart disease. By upgrading your diet, you can lower your blood pressure, high cholesterol, and insulin levels, as well as prevent obesity and improve the function of your blood vessels and heart. Refined or processed foods include sweets and sugars, white bread, white rice, and other refined or processed carbohydrates. High levels of processing strips the food of important nutrients and can destroy the food's natural structure. It often adds ingredients that are less healthy, like sodium, trans fats, and sugars. Some research shows that fructose is metabolized differently than other sugars and can increase the liver's production of new fat. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. If you're a fan of Fitness Minute, like us on Facebook at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. And we're back. Thank you for sticking around. If you'd like to visit uh, Dr. Outwater's site, you can go to www.pmhoutwater.com. You can sign up for her newsletter. She was telling me offline that science is the new Star Trek, and there's all kinds of far-out things that she writes about. And again, remember, if you've had that near-death experience, you might want to go there and um, get her survival guide for that. Because I remember you telling me, um, PMH, that you know when you came back, you came back different. Not only did you have to learn a whole bunch of physical things but you 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 know your family wasn't the same (laughs) yeah but but you know you talked about the love that you had wasn't the same kind of love like it was more universal love than 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 intimate love or that your children were still your children but you didn't have that same motherly feeling that you had previous to the near death the same way either yeah yeah you know, it was my oldest daughter, Natalie, who finally came to me one day and put her hands on her hips. You know, uh, you know yeah. we're good yeah. we're good Westerners. We come from Idaho. And she put her hands on her hips and looked at me, and she said, well, you're friendlier now than you used to be, and I like <laughs> talking to you, but you're not mom, and I want mom back. Oh, that's well, <laughs> you know, the two of us have been searching for that woman for decades and never found out what happened to her. Um, we've lost her. <laughs> I, I'm a different model, and Natalie's gotten used to it. So is yeah. the other two kids. Yeah. So, um, Did you yeah. meet Terry after all of your near deaths? Uh, yeah, or? long after. Long yeah, after. Terry. Yeah. Okay. Because you talk in your book, yeah, too. I, I met mean, Terry at a Zen meditation meeting. Get out. <laughs> and, and Terry loves to say, and we've been living in Zen ever since. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> that is so cute. But you, yeah. you know, you experienced a, an interracial marriage in, in an early in the early years. You know, when it wasn't that popular, and you talk about oh, racism hey, in got, the book. We got caught in the South. Yeah, yeah. We sure got caught in the South, and not yeah. a pretty thing. Yeah. <laughs> but we learned how to handle it. Yeah, you did. You did. Oh, it's wonderful things. Like my my husband would take me to different restaurants and we walk in the door and all of a sudden everybody turned and stared at us and glared at us and put their knives and forks down and quit eating and stare at us. And I would always just wave and smile. And whenever I do that, they would smile back and then they'd pick up their knives and forks and, and start eating again. So the, <laughs> this one time, Terry, after we got out of the, 
after after we got out of the restaurant, he pulled me to one side and he said, don't you know what they're doing in there? And I said, yes. They're giving me their attention. That's power. They're giving me their power. And I'm just simply saying thank you. Yeah, you're giving your Idaho queen yeah. queen wave. <laughs> Prom <Yeah>. queen wave. <laughs> yeah, I was I was grateful for all the power they were giving me. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That is and so that's funny. the truth. Mm-hmm. And and again, that's what you'll find in the manual. Deal with life from truth, not from what you've been taught. Right. Deal with life from truth and how energy works, how the mind works how the earth world works. It, I'm, you know, if you learn that stuff, it's invaluable. Do you think this earth is going to continue on? Lots of people don't. They think that the end is coming, the end is near, that uh, we're just have some big war going to well, blow us up. And I mean, we're, we're terrible stewards, so maybe we should. The end of the world as we know it right. is ending. Yes. We've got to change. We've got to change the way we operate, the way we live, the way we raise our children, the way we have jobs. Do you realize that most of the jobs, what is it, like 70, 80% of the jobs right now, 2017, summer, are going unfilled in uh, the regular industries or uh, you know, the, the the summer jobs for sure. kids and teenagers and, and whatever. young people, they're going unfilled because the young people can't pass the drug test. What? Really? I repeat it again. It's between 70 to 80 percent of the normal summer jobs in the United States today are going unfilled. Because the young people cannot pass the drug test. Now, is this because they're too sensitive that they need to take drugs? Well, a that lot they change marijuana. Yeah, you know yeah. they think, yeah, you know, marijuana, marijuana does it make any difference? Yes, it does. Wake up! If you want a job, leave the weed alone. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you know we've got a lot of things going on here. Um. We all have to change and in significant ways. And the easiest way to do that is to understand mind and energy. Get those down pat and you'll be able to. You say that, that, you know, evil can't, good can't exist without evil because we need, we need the opposite. We need to know what it looks like and what it is. Um, But, you know, if, if we look at the United States today and, I look at the president that was elected and I have to think there's a lot of low energy that lives in the United States to elect him. <laughs> hey, look, Trump is taking us to that Pluto return for our nation. Okay. His job is to prepare us. Whether or not he will be successful, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He may fall on his face and take the country with him. I don't know. All I know is we have to turn around as a nation. Remember the days of Harry Truman. When he first got into office, the first thing he did was demand that all of the departments in government have an audit. Yeah. 
you need to go through the money mm-hmm. and how it's been appropriated and you need to check and balance that right away and certainly that means um uh we need to relook at our reg- regulations um our, our 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 parks our national parks we've got to save those we've got to save net neutrality but there's some things that we need to renegotiate um we need to take a look at a whole lot of things and that's painful that's not what yeah. we want to do but but trump is getting us prepared like him or not, and let me tell you right now, I don't like him, <laughs> okay. but like him or not, um, he's getting us prepared. You know, if you get into my, uh, the archives of, of, of my newsletter, mm-hmm. uh, certainly that's on my website, get into the archives and go back to August. I'm the only one I know who correct, correctly um, said who was going to win the presidency. Right. Wow. Uh, there is no way Hillary could have could have done it. Not possible. Mm-hmm. And she didn't. Mm-hmm. She didn't have the right pattern of energy. Trump does. The problem with Trump is But if like attracts like, no, if like energy child, attracts like body. He yeah. never grew up. No, he did not. So that's the problem with Trump. Peter Pan. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Pan. Oh, sure. he, he never had to take orders from anybody in his life. Ever. Yeah. He, it's pretty he, he never had to work in a job where he took orders from someone. Mm-hmm. So therefore he has no concept of of what that is. Um and it's it's just too bad because he, he could be a good president. I don't know that he's going to be a good president. We'll see. Well, j- just what he did with, you know, climate change is very scary yeah. to me. Very disturbing. Sure. It, 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 I mean, he's doing that all over. But that forces us, you and I, mm-hmm. to, uh, to uh, redefine what it is and what we're willing to do for wh- what we believe is true. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's we've we've got about three and a half minutes. Let's okay. talk about the voice like none other. Let's talk about what that is to uh, you, my dear. It's not a voice. I call it a voice. I don't know what else to call it. It's not a voice. Never was a voice. It's not a channeling. It's not. It's not a being of any kind. It's not an angel. It's not an alien. It's not any of that. It's you know no 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 no. The voice like none other, when I call the voice like none other, I just discovered a month ago what it was, what it is. Um, it's the void. Oh. It's the void where I spent all of my time in my second near-death experience. The void is kind of a dark place. There's nothing there. No sound, no color, no beings, no nothing. It, it, it's like the ultimate womb of the universe. But yet there's the presence of, of everything that has ever existed, everything that exists now, and everything that ever will exist. Yet there's nothing there except the presence of shimmer. You know, when, when you're making jello and you've got a jello dish and you, you know, you, you take the... Um, you take the uh, the jello out and put it on a plate, 
and 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 you're going to touch that jello and just before you get there with your finger you you're almost to the you're almost there but not quite <clears throat> and all of a sudden excuse me there's that presence of shimmer nothing's moving yet potential is moving right when the shimmer comes it's like the air in my room folds over and it folds and it folds and it folds. And what is revealed is this very kind of sparkling shimmer. And it doesn't talk. It simply nudges and pushes and, and leads and, and you know, you just, you deal with it by feeling. Mm-hmm. You deal with it by, by, responding to the shimmer and the shimmer shows you where to go and what to do interesting and it's the i mean i i've never worked like um i've never worked like uh, uh, you know ha i don't even know how to explain it i don't know what to say well we've run out of time almost so we're gonna forget about how to explain it we've got less than a minute left what would you like to tell people? Well, we got 30 seconds. I'm going to say goodbye to everybody and thank them so much for coming. Oh, and thank yes. you, PMH, for being my Get guest today. Get the book. Get the book. A Manual for Get Developing Daniel. Humans. You can go to Amazon and buy it there. You, tell I think your you, friends. Yeah, it tell your friends. It's a great book. It really is a great book. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank it's you. a real pleasure to Bye. see you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. <laughs> you did it. The hour. There you go. Good for you. There it is. A manual for developing humans. Yep, 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 yep. They didn't stop. Stories of people who, when the odds were against them, turned defeat into victory. You've been listening to Mission Unstoppable with Coach Frankie Picasso. See you next time. And always remember don't, 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 don't stop.